We won't forget that. Okay. Cheers. 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 Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh it's good. Wow. It's kind of light. It's not. Yeah. That stouts is are good. usually so heavy. I still don't understand what a white stout is. I don't know what a white stout this is. This is where like someone needs to call in and tell us like, <laughs> what's a white stout. <laughs> it's good. Okay, so Jenny. Yes. Yes. I will have you. Let's start with your name. And um, what do you do? Where are you from? Okay. My name is Jenny. <laughs> I live in Aurora. I love Aurora. I, um, yeah, that's been such a journey, even my love for Aurora. So I grew up in Alburn. Oh, went really? to Caneland. Oh. My husband, Michael, went to Caneland, too. He lived in Sugar Grove. Okay. So we were high school sweethearts. Oh my gosh. I know. We broke up a lot. You did? And then broke up in college a lot. You like... <laughs> yes. Did you go to the same college? No. No. That was very dramatic. Because oh. we like broke up. Yeah. Um, I went to school in Texas. Um, he went up here in Elgin. But then for probably a year, we stayed apart and really didn't talk at all. Like weren't friends. And then my sophomore year and his junior year, we started talking again and reconnecting and we got married in college. Oh, wow. So I was, I was 20 when we got married. <laughs> I know, looking back, I mean, it was so dumb, but I wouldn't change it because yeah. we are so... Because then you we, grow up together. Yes, like we've become these people that, because of all those hardships. Right. So, yeah, if my kids ask to get married, I think I'll just... No, I won't stop them, but I will tell them the hardships. Yeah. So, and then I had Trevor. We were just so, we were just idiots and like <laughs> didn't know what we were doing. And I got pregnant with the Trevor, um, like six months after we got married. Oh my god. <laughs> I had him when I was 21. Yeah. That's I just, crazy. I just, we don't know. Um, so I've always felt like a little, I always try to prove my like prove mm -hmm. that I'm old enough to do these things. Yes. I've uncovered a lot of that in therapy, and I'm now embracing that. That's okay. That's part of my story. But it is a hard thing because I get that a lot too. Mm -hmm. That people question my, like my skills, right? Because of that, I look younger. Not because I am right. Well, and I am younger, and you are younger mm -hmm. too. But like, we still have had enough experiences, right? And for so long, did you feel like this where you had to prove yourself? Yeah. But now I'm starting to embrace like, yeah, I'm young right. and like I do all this stuff. So I don't <laughs> like, again with the reindeer parade. Yeah. This happened last time too, but it's okay. They won't hear it. But yeah, I feel well one that like mm -hmm. I feel like I don't have to defend it as much, but then also that people are trusting me mm -hmm. even though I look younger than I yeah. am which yeah, is nice that's good. because people are still hiring me and then I find out like once we sit down and have a conversation like they think I'm 10 years younger than I yeah. am like, yeah yeah oh okay. that's good I know and the older right. I get I do start to be like oh it's good yeah yeah I guess that's because I'm in my 30s now right so right I'm now like, that's I, fine. I appreciate right. that but before I didn't so um yeah so we've been married for 14 years oh my so we have three boys. Well, anyway, so then we moved back to Texas after I finished college, back to Illinois. Okay. And, okay, I don't know if 
hopefully my family listened to this yeah. but everybody they're all like batavia geneva people oh really and so everybody was like i don't think they meant to be malicious but they were like do whatever people you don't do don't go to yeah. aurora and i was like something in me was like well then i'm going to aurora right, <laughs> right. everybody's yeah. telling me not to and i just love it i love things that are like the underdog yes and that you find the true beauty and it's like relaxed and not superficial not that i don't mean to say like batavia but i just but, there's something about the yeah. culture i really appreciate that it's not like you have to keep up with and it's not it's everything. not pretentious yes and like naperville and geneva maybe not so much batavia yeah. but like can be definitely can be pretentious right right and where i feel like i'm missing out on something yeah in those groups so i yeah and that's something that as aurora grows is starting to like concern me a little bit like mm-hmm. i don't want aurora to lose that edge yes yes because that's of, like what, real yeah grit. right of yeah. grit and then like and that's where like if the web changes its name to like <laughs> tavern 31 or whatever it's gonna break my heart <laughs> i love it. see that's the okay so i know we're going all over the place yeah, but okay. the dive bar crawl yes. so you're oh, mom, mom and i <laughs> I love her mom. We create. We were like we. She also has a very similar heart yeah. for Aurora. I mean, she's like the queen of Aurora. I call her. That's what you. <laughs> oh my mom! She is because she, she knows is. everyone. She does, and she like knows everything about everything. Right. So we did this um like dive bar crawl, and we went to the web. And Stoney's yeah. and Miss Lee's. Um, Miss Lee's is the best. All right, it is the best. Is that, if I could like sum up what I love about it, right? <laughs> That's Ms. it. Lee's. But did Miss Lee come downstairs when you guys? She did. I was wanting her to. <sighs> when we we went one time, there was a group of us, and they have karaoke on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and we were like the only people in there as a group of friends, and everybody else was like one person alone yeah, at the right, bar, like the whole class. Yeah. And then, so we were just hanging out in the back, and then we decided to come in and sing karaoke. And Miss Lee came down and bought us all a round of Patron shots. Oh my goodness. And took one with us. That's amazing. Yes, it was amazing. And Beverly at the web, she likes Patron too. Okay, I think she came in this last time we went. Oh, She probably. had like, because they were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think she came in because the bathroom was like the tall toilet. Yes. <laughs> They were talking about how it's a regular toilet yes. seat. So. And now everyone like probably falls onto it right. because you're used to having to, to jump like that up on tall it. One. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so you moved to Aurora. Yes, I moved to Aurora. And then, you had Trevor? Yeah, so we had Trevor. So Trevor's 13. And then in Texas, we had Elliot. He's 11. Oh, wow. And then Simon, we had here. He's 7. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and so I'm... It was just weird because I was done having kids. I was like... 25 (laughs) it was just a weird place yeah it was just weird and then I went on this self-discovery journey really since then um I've always struggled with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. but I didn't know what it was and I named it at that time of life by going to therapy and getting help for it and it's just I feel like my life has bloomed since then and I'm becoming just more me yeah and it feels so good and that's kind of how illuminate space was born oh so how did that come about so i um 
Well, during my, like, day job is I'm a children's director mm-hmm. for The Orchard. Um, and I love that. My degree is elementary education. Okay. So I love kids. But I'm discovering I don't – I'm not really a good teacher. <laughs> I just want to, like, that? hug kids and oh, love them. Yeah. I'm not good at teaching that. So I don't know. That's interesting. But I just love being with kids and helping them right. come alive and feel valued and um, that's what I love about that job. And, and then, how long have you been doing that? Five years. Okay. And then during that time, so I also would start to do like create the spaces mm-hmm. for the kids, and for like when it was Christmas, I would decorate the church for Christmas. Oh, cool. And so I loved it. I've yeah. always loved. It kind of was born from a place of like we didn't have a lot of money at our house, so I would just. Pinterest wasn't even around yet. I would just discover, like, how to make this stuff with thrift store things. And um, I started doing it at the church, too. And then people would be like, I actually remember a very specific time in my living room. My friend, Michelle, I had just done something for Christmas. And she was like, I would pay you to do that little thing right there for me. Really? And I... I remember that like clicked in me and I kept thinking about it the next couple of days and she was saying it like me come to her, ha- her house and do oh. that but I'm really introverted and so the idea of like going to people's houses yeah. and doing this stuff I was like I don't think so but I um was like but there is something there that I, that I could do with this so I started thinking I was like what if I created so vignettes are like little setups mm-hmm stuff so my first idea was to call it vignette vignettes in a box (laughs) (laughs) and then people would like order like a a set box that's cool I laugh about that name because that's such a terrible name yeah but But I was like okay I know so then I started um so I, I started an Etsy shop and I didn't have a name yet, but I was like, I'm just gonna create these little setups. So it would be not just one thing, it would be like a set of things oh, cool. for like your mantle or yeah. whatever. And then I Googled words. Well, I wrote down words that I wanted to describe mm-hmm. Illuminate Space. Yeah. And it was like beauty, uh, light, um, creativity, mm-hmm. unique, and then I looked up the synonyms to those words and I saw illuminate and I was like, oh, I like illuminated. I was like, yes, that's what it is because I truly believe beauty is already there. So like something from a thrift store, like it's already beautiful. You just have to kind of illuminate it. Yeah, give it some love. Yeah, and so that's how I was like, yes, illuminate space. And then it just kind of grew from there. I would do these vignettes for people and I would put them on my Etsy shop. Um, I remember my first purchase three, two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. My first like non-family member purchase. I was like, oh my gosh. But also a vulnerability in that because you're like putting yourself out there and what if they complain or like it's not what described or whatever. But that felt really good. And then a year later, I just know how I stumbled into candles I remember just thinking like I'm gonna try making a sewing candle I mean it's not easy to make them no made and I thought you're right you have yeah. made candles it's not it's not like hard but there's so many things you have to watch yes like the temperature and and then you know, like the size of wicks I probably was 
a hazard last Christmas because <laughs> I just went to the thrift store and bought a bunch of cool glass things right, and right. then poured hot wax into them. Right. No, I and know. That was, Which is fine if you're not selling them. I learned this because so I'm also part of my anxiety is like I don't want to get in trouble right. or anything. <laughs> you don't want to be sued. No. And so somehow I got in some group and they're like, anyone making candles, you should have candle insurance. And I was like, what? That's that crazy. day I went and bought yeah. And they said you can't like reuse jars because yeah. it could. I mean, I, I don't know how like often that happens, but. But I guess it's just that it could. Could well, like crack. Can be, it can be weakened. Like Sweet. over time. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Washing and a dishwasher. Oh, really? But just that, or can heat weaken it too? Heat, but it has to be really hot. Like in an like oven? a candle flame. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, I mean, yeah, like that. I would say it would do it. Yeah, I just feel like any when anyone's like, there's a 0.3% chance. I'm like, that will happen to me. I, the 0.3% And that chance. 0.3 though, if it does, it's just an if. If it does happen, it would be like brand damaging. Right. At the point that you're right. at now. So I was like, I, I'm going to get insurance yeah. and I'm not going to reuse it. It just looks more professional. Right. You're like, and you have those little stickers on the bottom. Now. Yes. Yeah. I'm like always. Yeah. <laughs> But I did not know that I learned on your video that you could put that jar in the microwave. Yeah, you can. Well, I don't. Not if it has the um, metal. Wait. Yeah, the metal tab still. Oh, But if you take right. it off, like, cause mason jars are for canning, so you can oh. use it for food. I just have mason jars too, so I did that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, I don't make other candles in it. Okay, so your candle <laughs> process. I mean, what I'm really most curious about mm -hmm. is like your sense, because I mm -hmm. think the act of so you melt the wax on the stove and you. Pour I it. did. I started just like a double broiler on the stove. I've sensed like each time I make some more sales, I try to upgrade my equipment yeah. a little bit. So that's I what have, we're doing with the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I have. They, it looks like a fryer. It's kind of like a deep fryer, <laughs> but it, this is on Etsy. Someone makes these on really? Etsy. It's like a deep fryer, but they've added a spout <laughs> to pour the wax out. Yeah. So you, so I melt all my wax in it. I have two. You can do like seven pounds of wax wow. at a time and then bring it to the temperature and to mix the fragrance. I had to figure all that out too. Like that's there's like an science. ideal temperature yeah. for fragrance. Oh, okay. Mix the fragrance and then you like let it cool slowly to a certain temperature. Wow. And then you just, yeah, do the spout. So when you mix the fragrance, are you mixing these? How are you testing your fragrances? So I, um, for my, I do essential oil roller bottles. Okay. Those I use therapeutic grade essential oils, okay. which are like, they're more expensive. So they're really pure. Right. For candles, the more research I did, essential oils really aren't made to be heated. It'll destroy the properties. Okay. And therapeutic grade essential oils, it would be like $100 to make a candle. Yeah, that's what I was So, like, so no, I found a few companies I really like that they make fragrance oils that okay. are infused with essential oils. Gotcha. So what that means is they use essential oils, but then they blend them with synthetic carrier oils. Mm -hmm. Um, to protect them gotcha. while it, the flame is heating it. So um, a lot of times I'll have to correct people when they say, because I don't want to mislead people right. either because it is made with essential oils, but it's not like Just, a young living essential oil yeah. put in the Well, and that's it. That's candle. what I was doing with mine. And I'm like, yeah, how and then you lose 
drops. drops. Right. Like, yeah, and then you lose you it. You lose the fragrance and you have to use so much. Because yeah. it's like I use um, about one ounce fragrance oil to one pound of wax. So that's oh, like one yeah. jar. Right. And the little essential oils are like one ounce. That's cool. <laughs> so it would be a lot. So I found... Um, a couple of companies I really like. And so oh, they, cool. they use all non-toxic ingredients. That's um, good. And they start with the essential oils, but then blend them so it's safe. And what are your... You have, like, brand pillars, right? Like, three words to describe your brand, don't you? Um, no. But <laughs> that's what I Why know. Why was I that? Yeah. You don't? No. Is that a marketing thing? I don't know. Well, it's just like... <laughs> Like, it is something I do with all my clients because it is helpful because it kind of, like, not to put your brand in a box, but, like, mm-hmm. gives you the foundation for your business. Yeah. So, like, for mine, for marketing, it's simple, realistic, and fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's not those things when it comes to marketing, then, like, it's, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I so, like, love that. The podcast. That would be so helpful to, yeah. like, make decisions. But for some reason, I thought you had that already. I don't think I have it. I Okay. When we get done, <laughs> we're going to check. Okay. Because I swear I saw it on your Facebook or something, but maybe not. Um, I have, like, a tagline, but it's not really, like, what is colors. It? The lighten, brighten, and reawaken. Well, but see, in there, like, you're on the right track. Okay. So those are, like, three things that define your brand. Okay. Like, okay. lighten, brighten, and reawaken. And all the products that you put out do, like, fall yeah, in those do that. pillars. Yeah, Okay, yeah. I get it. So it's, like, it, those kind of set up the foundation. So that's something that um, my clients really like. That I yeah. didn't think they would... Like, yeah, I didn't I like expect that. people to gravitate towards that so much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the words, like, are big. I guess they just play a big role in defining, like, your brand. And then everything f- comes back to I, that. Yeah, I like that. Because yeah. you said, like, if it doesn't fit into those things and you don't do them. I feel like that's where I'm right now in with my business yeah. is figuring out like I can't do it all and right. what do I want for my business yeah and I listened to a podcast the other day do you know the bando the online shop mm, okay I it? feel like you would love them okay okay so it's <laughs> an online shop started by a woman named Jen Gotch okay Gotch I think and her friend and they were literally just like making headbands mm-hmm. They made them for some festival, and then people loved them, so they started selling them one by okay. one online, and then it just started growing. So they were creating and crafting all these things, and then they like had this online store that was growing out of control, and then eventually got like scooped up and got investors and okay. all that. Okay. Um, but she's still the CEO, and so she did a podcast about her first one to five years of business mm-hmm. and how she was like it's just hustling like we were hustling and how they were saying yes to everything Mm -hmm. just for the brand exposure right and then like so they had like a a rough checklist if it met these five things or like three out of five then they would say yes which was most of the time okay even if they weren't making money but then it got to a point in their business which sounds like where you are now Mm -hmm. where they're like having to say no yes and so it completely flipped because they were saying yes all the time and then they went to saying no all the time yes and their criteria got a lot stricter yes and that's what i want and that feels good but that's what is so hard for me even just personally because my my personality is just like yes Yes. i don't want your feelings to be hurt i'll kill myself to do this i know and so that's what I'm having to reframe in my mind that saying no doesn't necessarily mean negative mm. and it doesn't mean like I don't like you or right. I don't believe in what you're doing. Yeah. It just means like 
this isn't the right next step for me. Yeah, or not the right time right, for me. Right, right. And what that does from a marketing perspective is creates demand for your business, That's which is true. so amazing because when you start saying no or you get to a point in your, like, for me, it's like with clients and scheduling and I'm like, well, I'm booking yeah. a week out mm-hmm. or if you miss this appointment and we have to reschedule, it might take you another week or yeah. two to get in. That, like, creates demand and mm-hmm. a sense of urgency, which is good. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. Because then people are like, oh, okay, she's busy. Like, I want her. Yeah. <laughs> and not busy. I hate the word busy, but, like, she's not just, like, sitting right. around. Right, Because I think, especially in the beginning, people are like, well, oh, what is she doing working from home? Right. Like, <laughs> like no, I actually do have things to do. <laughs> I do right. have a full schedule. I think maybe no one thinks that except my dad. Probably. He's like, oh, you're working from home right. today? I'm like, yes. Yes, I am, actually. Yes. And I made money, so thank you. I love that. <laughs> I know. Do you always feel like you have to, like, list out the things you did? Yes. Just to sound... Yeah. I do, I do that, too. And I'm... I, that's something I've been working on with Tammy a lot, mm-hmm. is, like, having... So, I have been out of the corporate setting for a year now. Okay. So, like, out of a, a standard nine-to-six day job for mm-hmm. a year but I was still operating under that mentality right yes and it's really hard to pull yourself out of that That it, that's such a good point because I kind of this last week or two when I've started making decisions I, I always bounce everything off Michael and yeah at one point he got to a point and was like you think you have to like do all these things by this rule but you can make your business right. whatever you want and I, I was, it was like a light bulb like oh my yes. gosh you're right because it is it's that like follow the rules mentality I have that's like and that's the only structure we've ever had yes. between school yeah. and college and work and you yes and to feel like you're doing your own thing yeah you have to validate it it for some and for who like really reason. no one cares right. no right. one cares right except for like maybe my dad but he's mostly concerned my bills are paid (laughs) eating food like I can buy food right but outside of that I think there's some judgment sometimes I feel like at the restaurant because Mm -hmm. I work there on the weekends and during the week that that's such like a hustle 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 they're there 13 hours a day right so to think well one it's a hard switch for me to make when I'm not there right so that's part of the reason and then to think like that someone else could be out there making twice as much money in a fraction of the time is like, what? Like, right. What do you mean? How right. is that? And so, but that's something I struggle with. So that I have to like turn that switch off. Yes. Me too. It's, Every, it's so mental. Everything it is, is so mental. It really all comes down what it's Tammy. Like it's so basic. I love that you work with Tammy because I work with Tammy too. And so you understand what she Yes. Like some of the things God she bless says. Tammy. Seriously. <laughs> and it's like it seems like it would be common sense. She's like, well, I you, know. you control your thoughts. Yeah. Like, well, no, I don't. I know, I know. This meltdown is coming from somewhere else out there. I know, like, I know. I wouldn't choose to cry in the Aldi parking lot, but it happens. Yeah. I mean, it, so, yeah, I really like working with Tammy. And I've so. worked with her. So I work with a lot of clients that are trying to go to a next level in their business okay. or pivot. So they're trying to make a change of some sort. Either they've okay. plateaued or they're selling a different product. But then that's where I feel like I hit a plateau in my business after year one. And I was like, okay, I've been doing this with the restaurant, and now how do well, I... Well, I just got, like, coconut. Really? Yeah. Are there coconut chunks in here? Well, it just, like... Yeah, like a nice wave? Like, <laughs> coconut <laughs> blast. 
This is really good. Your pillow. Oh, it feels nice. And this scarf is kind of making me hot. Like, but I don't want to take it off. Okay, sorry, I interrupted. Maybe I will take it off. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I lost ten pounds there. I can't really. I'm not really a scarf person because I feel like a turtle. That's how I feel. starting to get hot maybe it's the beer the lights do you think these lights are hot probably like stage lights they're high pressure sodium lights so I, don't I don't know what that means like it sounds like they're gonna sounds explode fancy. <laughs> lots of pressure lots of pressure explosions no, oh really <laughs> we were talking about flying this is a complete tangent but anyway do you know i was on that plane that exploded what yeah. Exploded. Okay, not the whole plane, but the engine. Okay. So remember it, it, while it was in the air, I right before takeoff, like the the nose of the was plane. it Southwest? It was American, and we were oh. flying from flying from O'Hare to Miami. Okay. And it was like two years ago. It was on the news because the okay. we were the nose was up, and we were like all the way down the runway, about to take off, and then the right engine blew, and then the whole plane caught on fire. And it was like the pilot had to throw it in reverse. And we didn't know what was happening. It was all happening so quickly. So we heard this loud noise. Yeah. And everyone like turned and looked. Because it was three rows of three. So it was okay. a big plane. And then we turned back. And by the time we looked back, like this side of the plane was on fire. Was everyone... How did people respond? It was pandemonium. Yeah, I can't You can imagine. Google it. And you can see videos from inside. And it's like... Oh, my God. I think I would have just died. Like, I'm sorry. I had... Two margaritas before I got on the plane, and that's the only thing I can attest to that like calmed me down. Oh, like thank gosh. God I had those, because I was in the middle okay. section of seats, and then I was in between exit doors, so I was completely in the middle of the plane. Oh, and the back, gosh. so this whole right side was on fire except for the front, so those doors opened on okay. both sides. And then on, in the middle, above the wing, only that one door could open. And then in the back, that door got stuck. So there should be six exit doors okay. on a plane that size. Okay. And we only had four. Oh, my god. Until they got the back one open. And so were people just like... Oh, my God. Out? They were screaming and running oh and crying. Gosh. And then, like, of all things, getting their overhead luggage. Stop. And so then these, like... There was one woman who was very short and she was like trying to pull her luggage out and it fell and hit someone in the head. Oh and like, my god! One man like stood on his seat and he was like, Everybody calm down! <laughs> Were you laughing? Yeah, I, I was like, like, Oh, I just like walked back and got my purse from under my seat and then flames on fire. Yeah, well, I didn't want to panic because what is going to happen in right. that situation? Right, right. That's and really mature. Trying, <laughs> thank you for tequila. Like, yes, that's it. So then I, like, we all were in line for the back door and we realized it was not opening. So then everybody rushed to the middle. Okay. I was like, oh gosh, okay. So then we just had to wait in line. Just wait. And yeah. it pissed me off that they wouldn't let the moms with the kids off. Really? Because people went into survival mode and yeah. so they just 
went and like yeah they had to get out everyone for themselves but then the craziest part is so we're walking out on the wing to go down the slide and you to go down a slide. yeah okay and those slides they're like this high off the ground like okay. as high as the couch <laughs> and so when you are flying down that slide and the engine is blowing and then you hit the <laughs> ground like it's like a squat so you had to like hit the ground and jump up Basically. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you added margaritas. So yes. How was the slide? Yes. Is there a Kleenex? Now my nose is running. Oh this God. is crazy. Can I have a Kleenex, please? How was your finger, though? Um. Oh, my finger's fine. And yeah, right now. It's not we'll bleeding see it. anymore. Which is surprising. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're just like breaking the fourth wall all over the place. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um. So. Once you get down to the bottom of the slide, you have to like jump up and then, but that's where all the injuries happened. It was at the bottom because all these seniors, like not even seniors, but like just, you know, average people, that's like an exercise. like get up, right. Yeah, so they were hitting the bottom and then falling on their heads and... It's not funny, but it's (laughs) funny. It was so crazy. It's it's like a cartoon and then there was one woman, so... You're supposed to go down the slide four at a time. Two on one side, two on the other. Okay. That's how wide they are. Okay. But everyone was freaking out. And this woman, we go walk up together, and she throws her overhead luggage down, down the, the slide. slide. <laughs> like, now listen. If that punctures the slide, which they have to be durable, but but still, everyone's going to kill you. Oh, That's stupid. Oh and then she was too scared to go down. And people were yelling at her, like, go, go. go. Yeah. Like, people were trying to get out of the plane. And so I just grabbed her arm and, like, yanked her down the slide with me. Oh, and good job. You saved her. I, yeah, saved her and her luggage. <laughs> yeah. And then the pilot was at the end catching people. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So then was that, re- how did, were people mad? And yeah, there was a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit that just happened. I think they just finished it. I yeah. believe you. What a great story to tell them. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and then, at, I mean, everyone was okay. One man had a heart attack because we had to run across, between the going down the slide and running across the airfield. Okay. Like, so he had a heart attack, but he was fine. And then everyone else was okay. Like, some oh cuts gosh. and bruises and and then, wow. yeah, they give us open bar and sandwiches. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, open bar sandwiches. I continued on to Miami, and they had open bar on the plane for us, too. And that was, like, because I... How did you tell your mom? Like, were you, like, hey, mom? Okay. My (laughs) mom was in Mexico. The plane just didn't explode. Yeah. So, I'm calling. I called my mom. Didn't answer, because she's in Mexico. I call my dad. He doesn't answer, because he's at work. I call my stepmom. She doesn't answer, because she's at work. I call Eddie. He's at work. I called everyone in my family. (laughs) And was like, they're going to see this on the news, and they're going to think I'm dead. But I just tried calling everyone. Yeah. And so I'm like in the airfield, the plane is on fire, like the runway shut down, and I'm like leaving voicemails for my family. I'm alive. Oh my God. And finally, my sister answered because she was in college. Okay. I was like, you have to call everyone and tell them I'm okay. I never knew you had a sister. I have two younger half sisters. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it was crazy. And then then my f- people started calling. Yeah. Me. And were they like, oh my God. Yeah. And the one, fr- I had one friend that called and was like, she was sobbing when she called me. She's huh. like, I just woke up from a nap and I had the news on and it said like flight from Chicago God, to God, Miami God. on fire and I know that's you. Like, are you alive? And yeah, so it was, it was scary. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like that. 
It was, yeah. I hadn't either. And I've been on a lot of planes, like a yeah. lot of long flights. And I travel a lot by myself, so I'm yeah. used to that. But that was crazy. That is crazy. I'm glad you <laughs> lived. I, f- I hope that that's my one experience. Yeah, we got that that out of the way, right? Right. Did you watch Lost? Were you a Lost? I only watched it so long. I watched like the first few seasons. Oh, it's good though. I mean, it it didn't end very well. No? Like, yeah, I think most people were unhappy with it, but it's good. I never (laughs) finished it. What's that guy's name? He lives in Virginia Beach. Which guy? Jack? Um, John Locke. Oh, John Locke. Mm -hmm. What is his name? I forgot. I don't know. I don't remember either. Anyway, I'm pretty sure he lives on Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we... What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to your candles. All right. So, uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> Melting the <laughs> Explosions. Oh. Explosions. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was um, saying. Okay. Well, Good thing you used the right kind of glass. Yeah, that's, what, that's okay. how we yes. like got on this entire tangent was glass Tangents and... are the best. So do you have... Did you bring scents? I did. So I... Um, well, now I know why you told me your brand pillars. Now I see how mm. important that is. Right, because then it's so easy to tell you that. Right. So I looked up all the... I'm very into like Yay. words and the, I'm very into magic and like <laughs> the magical things in the universe of how... Well, I'm also very intrigued by how scent triggers memories and feelings and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So that, that's like, I think that's why I started making candles was because I love that feeling of when you remember something. And that is scent. magical. It is magical because you can't really explain it. You just yeah. go back there. You just get transported I back. did find a thing. I, I posted it on Instagram once where it like explains the science behind how your brain stores. Oh, really? Scents. Oh, yeah, but it's so I just think that's so cool that you can create a memory. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So too. I looked up um, yes. a few different. Oh, they're really cold from being outside. Oh, should we? <laughs> okay, so you, your brand pillar, pillars are fun, realistic, and cre- simple. Simple. Okay. And then I think I said I wanted it to invoke, like, creativity and focus. Creativity and focus. Right. And so, um... Well, so we should tell everyone that we're going to do a collaboration. Yes. So Jenny's going to make candles for Marketing for the Uninhibited. Yes. And that's what we're going to smell. Yes. So we're going to smell some scents that kind of go with that. So the first... Let's see which one is this. Okay. So I was really surprised by this, but... A scent that really makes you feel creative and bringing on creative energy is cinnamon. Oh. I know. I didn't ever, really? have ever thought that. No. So I made a cinnamon. Oh, yes. It has like cinnamon, vanilla. Oh my gosh. A little bit of clove. Oh my God. That so it's kind of energizing. Yeah, yeah. So that's one. So that would be like spicy. Yeah. A little spicy. bit. Okay. Spicy. Um, then. Oh my gosh. It smells so good. Okay. Um, peppermint and orange, and that's like what you said initially. Yeah, because right? that's what because one of my roller bottles. Oh, okay. it's called Focus, and it's for like concentration in school, oh, and it has peppermint cool. and orange. But then I also found that um, peppermint helps with energy Ooh. as well. So it's like energy focus. And what so does the orange do? Like wakes you up? Yes. 
Oh, I like that so one, So that's, too. like, invigorating, kind of. Is there... What else is in here? Is there something else? That has um, a little bit of eucalyptus, yeah. a little bit of cedar wood, that's which is I'm calming, mm-hmm. which is interesting, but I think that helps with the focus, because oh it's energizing. This, I feel like... Okay, cinnamon, I know. Right. But this is, like, completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that one. And this one... I won't tell you which one's my favorite, because okay, totally. I want you to pick. But this one, so I also found that eucalyptus um, really stimulates mental clarity Ooh. and focus. And is, is it a stress reliever too? Um, eucalyptus? I think it can be. It's like what's in a lot of, um, do you ever use Vicks? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of like a relaxant. And I think this bit. lotion over there has eucalyptus. Yeah. It's a it stress like reliever. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is nice to have like a clear mind. And um, pine gives energy as Ooh. well. So this has this has a little bit of peppermint, fur, cedar, and lavender. Oh my god! I know. So that one, so they're all a little bit different. This is like yeah, food like okay. kind of. Mm-hmm. The peppermint's like spa kind of. Yeah. And this one's like nature. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. These are so good. So, they're all, so all of them kind of direct towards But this one like focus. the eucalyptus, lavender. Eucalyptus, lavender, fir, and peppermint. Cedar. It's like instantly calming. Yeah. It just calms you down. Yeah. And this one. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, but this one smells so good. I know. They're all. But maybe not for the brand. Okay. Okay, we'll put that. Because if you aside. go with your pillars, so simple, realistic, and fun. Real, I feel like each one of those yeah. is like <laughs> really the nature easy. one is like yeah, simple. I think in this one, what's throwing me off is the cedar wood. Is that that orange? Mm-hmm. Yeah, orange peppermint and cedar wood. Okay, I think this is the winner. This one, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah, peppermint first. Because I like how lavender. it. Yeah. And it's calming, but also... But to get you focused right. to be creative. Yeah, because I feel like my anxiety gets in the way sometimes, yeah. too, where I get so anxious yeah. about getting shit done. Yes, then yes. Do then nothing. you get nothing yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Thank oh. you. That was Yeah, fun. I'm excited. So we can figure out, like, what you want it. Like, what yeah. kind of jar represents you and stuff, oh, too. Oh, really? We get to pick the jar? Sure. Yeah, I, I'll do it. Whatever it represents. Are you sure you don't just say yes? No, I know. (laughs) But no, that's because I'm not like this that you're this is what I like about my business is working with the customer to do that. So it's not like I'm gonna add that to my line now. So how do you see yourself growing your business? So I really had to evaluate that recently and um I, I tried to like think through okay what do I love about what do I do, I do? and what am I like eh, and what do I what absolutely drives right. me yeah and so I did I came to a point where I love the actual act of creating like whenever I'm in my workshop yeah. create, and really I love the candles but really the decor like creating something that's been discarded oh. into something new yeah. I get like a high from it. <laughs> I was doing Christmas things last week. I don't know. Yeah, if you saw I did. I was like, oh my gosh, so I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. So that, and then that carries through to then when I 
actually your mom bought one of the things and like seeing her excitement oh, cool. about the thing yeah. that I, that is what I love so I know I don't ever want to be this like giant mass producer retailer right. I, so I read I like to read fiction at night when mm-hmm. I go to bed and one of the books a few years ago was set I like like crime mystery <laughs> but one of the main characters owned like a little small town shop and other customers that came in knew her name and it was like here let me I think it was a toy shop and she she knew what they wanted and that's what I want I think like I I love being successful and making a profit like I think you have to yeah (laughs) unless you have a situation right right yeah right but then it's a hobby not a business yes so like I want it to be successful but I I don't want to lose that like I'm creating something for you personally um so that's what I want for my business just to like keep that have a connection with the customers so it sounds like you made a decision you have already to keep your business small Mm -hmm. have you read the book it's called uh small but great i think no and it's all about it's basically like each chapter is a case study on a different business in the u.s and has like kept it small and one of them i mean these are like huge brands you would think like cliff bar and really yeah like people who said no or backed out of mm-hmm. like investor deals mm-hmm. like multi-million dollars and like said no at the last minute yeah i'll give it to you because okay, i read I that like too that. because it's about how like there is a big push in our i think in the business world for all of the companies to like grow into these multi-million right. dollar conglomerates right. and like right. that you need to get investors mm-hmm. And you don't have to unless you want to. I know. And th- that was the thing that I had to, because I felt yeah. like, oh, that's my next thing. Because mm-hmm. I started doing a few wholesale accounts where they would buy bulk orders from me yeah. and then sell it in their stores. And like, I, I love, that was great. But then it was starting to pull away from the time I could create right. for my people. And I just realized that's that's not where my passion is so right. i had to like redirect a little and bit and there's a way i mean there are ways to grow and still like you can add team members mm-hmm. if you wanted to yeah and still keep it small yeah and then so the main theme in that book for all of the companies is that they were like hyper involved in their communities mm-hmm. and so they became like a community staple oh, i like and that. like they stayed local so there was one i think it was a sandwich shop in ann arbor michigan and okay. like everybody knew them mm-hmm. and that's another marketing like philosophies to like hyper localize or to target even in the beginning target like a super super small niche and okay. then like get them to be fiercely loyal and oh, buy in. I like that. And then it just grows from there. And I so, like that. Yeah. Because that's what I have even like. I don't want to stop dreaming and I don't right. even want to be like okay I'm never again to be wholesale yeah. because I just mean for like this time I'm not doing it. But I think my dream for Illuminate Spaces I would love to have a brick and mortar storefront where people like they can co- I can teach them how to make these things yeah or you can buy the ones I've already made because like Tammy she's always like I don't want to right. learn to make it just make <laughs> just, it for me yeah and so I like serving my customer however they need right. but I would love to have something like that in the community that people know like oh I'm gonna go make a gift for someone yeah or I'm just gonna go buy a gift for someone yeah either way I think that's really 
I like that idea too. And I think it's good that you make that decision for your business and mm-hmm. what you want because it's your business. I know. I like, have, and it, and again, it sounds so simple. Like right, but it's so. But it, it, I have to keep telling myself yeah. like I don't have to do. And I always think like today is it like and it's yeah. not. It's, it's always going to be evolving yeah. and changing, and that's okay. Yeah, and I think that's probably the most important thing to keep in mind is that it is going to grow and change. So even with your brand pillars, if we set them now, like two years from now or maybe a year from now, they may change Yeah, because your business has changed. And that's like, I think I have, I definitely do struggle with that too. It's like, it's not static. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to check all these boxes on your list and then be like, okay. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's. You're always. Yeah, I do. Even with my packaging in jars, I think. I tend to get like, oh, well, this is what they are, yeah. but I can change them at any time. I know. But well, I, it's so hard to shift that thinking. It is. And I think that's where we have to make more decisions, just like at a faster pace, mm-hmm. I think sometimes. Because we, what happens is we put so much weight behind a decision, yes. and then we make it, and we're like, oh, but... Yes. But then you're like, but I spent like months doing this, and then that's where you have to execute faster to test right. it and that's where your testing comes in because yeah. like even with new scents so how do you test those so new scents i usually do mix all my scents just sometimes they'll have one oil that i'm like this is perfect on its own yeah. but i kind of like to make something my own so i'll just i mean my so michael i don't i don't know if he, he's like a beer yeah so like, my mom has told me a little bit yeah about he's like insane he would be able to tell us immediately what it he's gonna be so ashamed that i don't know because i do know a lot of because we go we on, need him to like call in and tell i us. know we uh go on these like annual brewery tour yeah. trips where we go to all these like zillions <laughs> of breweries but anyway he so he's really he does homebrew and stuff so he knows because that is a lot of like notes and yeah and it's stuff. like wine so yeah so he helps me a lot and honestly my 11 year old elliot he can pick really? like michael will give him a beer and like have him smell and pick up what's cool. in it so i have him i'll mix something like three different things and be like which one do you guys like yeah. better and what do you think i should name it so usually awesome. my names are the two of them oh that's fun i know so it's like a whole family affair yeah and i i follow a lot of um like the essential aromatherapy books yeah. that will say like this scent is for calming mm-hmm. and then i'll know what i'm trying to go for in the scent and then i'll pick a few different right. ones and just i'll mix them in small amounts and to try to figure out what works. It just seems so fun. Like it the is. whole process. It's like scientists. <laughs> yeah, it is. But then in the creating part too, because I like to create. Like I have. So when I got my apartment, this one I'm living in, like I didn't need a second bedroom, but then it was perfect. And yes. Like, okay, I'll take it. So now I have a craft room, and I have oh, like my sewing machine so now. And you sew? Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm sewing now because when I left Virginia, I had to leave my sewing machine. It wouldn't fit in my car. So, okay. and it was like a, I don't know, like a singer or whatever. Yeah. It was modern. Okay. Yeah. Now okay. I have my grandma's. So, oh, that's legit. And this is like her antique one that she gave me when she upgraded hers. Okay. And so when I got back here, I wanted to sew, and so I took it to the sewing. There's a sewing guy, a uh, sewing machine repairman. Down man. here? Yeah. Do you Where? know, like, uh, by Ace Hardware on Lake Street? 
Okay, I know okay. where that is. So behind that Ace Hardware, there's like a little tiny strip mall. Okay. Like behind Carson's, mm -hmm. where Carson's used mm -hmm. to be. And he has a shop that's like this big, full of vacuum cleaners and sewing machines. <gasps> vacuum cleaners <laughs> reminds me of growing up. I feel like my mom was always in a vacuum cleaner shop. I remember yeah. being in vacuum cleaner shop. Because you have to shops. get them fixed all the time. Yeah. And they're all, all it's like the all the old vacuum cleaners. <laughs> And old sewing machines, and he won't fix anything else. Like, I took oh, a record player there once. Yeah. I took... So, like, okay, talk about a hyper niche. This guy okay, yeah. locked down, and he's busy. Like, anytime really? you're there, he's like, I can't... Okay, it's going to be a week. Cause well, I'm I mean, so I guess busy. that makes sense, because... Who's doing Where that? do you go? Yeah. Right. Mm, Who's that's doing? smart. Yeah. And then he says no to everything else. So he's not afraid to say no. That's so really good. When you, like fine you figure that out and then you start looking around you a lot of the people that are successful are doing that that's really good and it's because we had a woman on here a mystery book writer mm -hmm. a publisher and she only does cozy mysteries and so they're basically like not graphic mm -hmm. or crime driven just like okay Cozy. She, yeah, it's called Cozy Cat Publishing. Okay. Cozy oh, Cat Press. That. And so she said she want, the visual is to like cozy up next to the fire with your cat and like read a nice mystery. I like And, and that's so it. that's what then she makes all her decisions on that. Yeah. That's so good. Because yeah. I think you can get into scarcity mentality. Mm -hmm. At least I can. Yeah, me too. Where then I think like, oh my gosh, if I say no to this, then. Yeah. Well, and I think especially every small business owner in the beginning, because mm -hmm. you want to get paid. Yeah, right. You're like, I need to pay my bills. Right. And, and that's where I'm at right now, too, making some decisions. Like, but... But then if you say no, that affords you the time to, like, say yes to other opportunities right. that would better serve you or your business yeah. or, or That's money. really good. Yeah. And it's like... Smart, Randa. <laughs> well, it's smart. It's easy. It's so easy to say. <laughs> It's so, you know, like if I took half the advice I gave my clients, <laughs> I'd be more so successful. <laughs> but it's really hard to put into practice, especially when it's like your family. Mm -hmm. There's just me, so whatever, I'll sell my couch, I'll pay my rent. Yeah, but I mean, still, that will, so I recently took over our, our oh, well, yeah. we don't have a huge house, but we had some space in the basement but i was just noticing my creative energy wasn't good down there yeah. i need like natural light yes yeah, me yes too. and so i wouldn't ever go down there and i have so i have a lot of mom guilt i just oh, like yeah that's a real oh, thing yeah yes and i think i i think i have an awesome relationship with my boys but I, my head always tells me like they think you're just doing this all the time and you're just an okay mom i don't know whatever you're and not though that like really yeah, hit home for me at the beginning of school elliot and simon had to like write about their family and oh. both of them put like michael plays baseball with me or michael my dad does this with me and then mine was like my mom likes to make candles <laughs> and for a while i let that like really get on me like oh, oh my gosh i'm not spending time with them but then i reframed that and right like, they are seeing a woman entrepreneur like doing something that she yeah. loves while still loving and caring for them and having time for them yeah so i've started to get like no, I think that's my head telling me that they're thinking those things. Because I, I think I can still be present with them and do what I love. And they're yeah. seeing that I don't want them to think 
if they get married, I don't want them to think like the wife has to. Right. Yeah, and so I'm. So now I'm like, no, I am doing them a good thing. And you are working from home, so you're spending more time with them. Yes. Like you're available. And so that's so the dining room thing came in because I was like, okay, I don't want to be in the basement. Oh yeah. And I was like, why? Again, the rule thing. Why do I think we have to have this separate formal dining room? We never use it. Right. So I was like, I'm just gonna move all, my whole workshop up there. And Michael was a little like. Okay. He never stops me from doing anything, but he is like... <laughs> like hesitant. All right. So I did. I just like moved all my workshop into the dining room and I put our, our living rooms kind of long. So I put our kitchen table mm-hmm. in the living room and Which I like made great. it yeah. two little sections. But it, it works, works like completely fine. And now there was some... It was like a mind shift for me because even though they're all playing video games in the living room, I'm still like on the same floor mm-hmm. with them and I feel like I'm not in the dungeon in the right. basement. <laughs> You're still like a part of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, so like it's I'm there but I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, I think that's important. I think your actual physical space is important. Yeah. Because that's the thing with my where my craft room is in my office. It has two big windows that face north and mm-hmm. then they're like these really pretty trees outside. So oh, I didn't even I put curtains trees. or anything up because I just yeah. really like the view. And that ended up being way more important to me than I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be. I completely agree. Because I just like having that out outside access yes. like that space seeing nature yeah i love trees i think they're magical i do too and that's the <laughs> only downfall of this of this office is that it's like a cement block yes but it's you, so. you did you do all this no like shannon the, did it looked she did a really good yeah. job yeah because i think i saw it at first yeah and it looked completely different because there was like a whiteboard here mm-hmm. and a projector and yeah so she did everything and it looks yeah. awesome it looks good i love it um, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, when you start to get anxious, like mm-hmm. with your that thought about mm-hmm. like what your boys think of you as yeah. a mom, what do you do in that? Like, how do you combat that? So, I found a few practices that I regularly do that help me. I always get up at 6 a.m. in oh, the morning, really? like always, like even to the point I had to put my phone across the room so I would. Have to get up to go turn it off. Yeah. And then I use that hour when everyone's asleep and it's dark and I light candles and that the tree thing made me think of you because I open my blinds even though you can hardly see because there's something about like seeing the yard. Right. And then I just journal all my thoughts, like all of them. And for a while, journaling. I wouldn't do it because I felt like it had to be like a blog post. Yeah. Yeah. Funny and perfect. And now I just like write stuff and like dump your head on yes. the page and there's something about writing it down and then going back i'll go back like every couple weeks and look and i'll see like oh my gosh look i was really low that day and i felt yeah really bad as a person or whatever and then i'll like look read a couple more days and i'm like oh my gosh look i felt really good and then so seeing the ebb and flow oh that's helps good. bring me to a more neutral place where i'm like Okay, today's low, but I know it's going to come back high. Oh, I think that's good because it puts it in perspective then. It does. So that helps. That really helps me. And I just, Tammy has taught me, like, I have to choose what I'm thinking. Yeah. And that will change how I'm feeling. So even when I am feeling anxious about those things, I have to, like, tell myself facts. Like, 
Yeah. I'm not a bad mom. I'm a good mom. Do you ever feel like you get stubborn in those times? Oh, like totally. it's so much easier to be like, oh, they hate it's me. It's just the like, worst. Yeah. But even that, like giving my permission, myself permission to feel like that for a little bit, then I always come out of it. Yeah. And if I don't, and that's where sometimes I've had to turn to meds or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like I hold everything very like lightly which hearing myself say that is ironic because in my business I'm like (laughs) I know (laughs) that's right and for me like it usually takes like an act of physical act like Mm -hmm. I have to like yesterday I don't know this whole thing with the restaurant is really getting into my head and so it's time and it's the end of the year and I've hit like a, a plateau in my business too so last night I never go to the gym at night like I'm a morning workout Mm -hmm. person and it was like 7 30 and i was like i'm just gonna go to the gym and i did that's so and i'm just like i felt so much Mm -hmm. better i was still kind of anxious afterwards but i at least like was not out of control right because it was going in not a good place yes yeah that's good yeah that's good get this out of here and then it's just something about shifting the energy and probably like my physical space Mm -hmm. like getting out of the house and I felt better, but I do journal too, but not consistently like that. So I think that would be helpful. Yeah, and some day, like there, last week, one day, I even wrote like, "I'm tired." That was it, because I did. I just felt like life sucks right now. Yeah, and but even that like helps me then to go back and look. But that's okay. Right. And I think it it helps me to always remind myself that growth is never comfortable. So when right. I do feel like this sucks. I'm growing and that's good because I think if everything was just like ah, yeah I mean why would you push yourself or do hard things oh, yes that's what Tammy is good at too like this is should it's be uncomfortable gonna feel, yes. yeah it's gonna feel yeah weird. so I try to think like okay this feels terrible so it probably is yeah. good <laughs> right deal oh but it's so much easier said than it done in those I conversations like oh saying I'm terrible hard. about that because yeah. I'm such a like I just want you to like me. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, and who is not going to not like the person that is, like, respecting themselves and then their time and their business? And this quote always gets passed around, but where it's, like, the people that don't, aren't for you in those things, then they're not your people. Exactly. But that is, it's still easier to say that than to actually feel it. It's true. But then it it does feel lighter, like you Mm -hmm. said. Better is not the right word, but I like lighter when you have those conversations because then you're, and now you have like time. You're like, okay, now what can we do with this time? Yes. Which is so nice. Yeah. Um, We hit the one hour mark. Yay. I like the time. (laughs) time It's real official. (laughs) Do you have anything? (laughs) You do. Anything else? I don't know. We've covered a lot. I know. Candles and explosions. Candles, (laughs) explosions. Yeah, I haven't. None of my candles have burnt down any houses yet, so that's good. My insurance is... (laughs) I know. Oh, wait. So, how does it work on Etsy? I do have a question. Oh, yeah. I don't know how Etsy shops work. Okay, so I'll tell you what. I I don't know if they're going to be like Etsy corporate. (laughs) I mean, if they are, that's that's great. But I love... Etsy is a fantastic place for makers to start. Right. Because it is so user-friendly. Like, you seriously just type in... A description and they have all these drop down things to oh, choose. Cool. They calculate the shipping, they really, you, yeah, you it's so user okay. friendly, it's awesome to start. But I see, I mean, it is a business, so there are a lot of fees, okay, with it, and that's where then 
I use it because it's such a far reach for customers. Right. Um, but then it is better for them to then come to my website yeah. after they've found me on Etsy. So I do, for a little bit, I kind of didn't update my Etsy for a while, but gotcha. I am seeing the value in it yeah. to get customers that are on Etsy. Brand exposure. Yeah. So um, I really like Etsy. It's a great place to start, but I, for me, it's not a sustainable place to keep all my business. That's interesting. So then how are you finding business? How Well, how are people finding you? So right now it's kind of just word of mouth. It's like my circle of people yeah. that then give it to people. And I like that because they're still like coming to me and I'm mm -hmm. having that interaction with them. Um, so that's been good. And honestly, right now, that's what I can sustain. I think maybe I will get to when I'm not yeah. working um, full time as well, which may, because there are pieces of my job that do give me life, so I'm not ready to give right. that up yet. Um, but I could see someday. Yeah. Giving that so up. So at this point, you've so pretty much hit. Yeah. Like, and that's where I kind of, I was on the verge of like a <laughs> mental breakdown. I know. Because I was like, yes, yes, doing all this stuff. But I had to kind of bring myself back. Like for right now, this right. is what is doable for my business. And I don't want to stop it from growing, but I can redirect like yeah how much it's you growing. can control it yeah right and that i mean that's like a really good problem to have yeah if you're you have yes. to say no to some expansion yeah. so that's that's kind of where i am right now like i'm getting business which yeah. is wonderful but i have to try to like not get too much that i can't keep up with it is it profitable yeah I, that's so i've always i'm glad i kind of researched that right away yeah. the pricing model to make sure so and i have kept illuminate space debt free which i'm really excited That's about because awesome. i am personally not debt free and That's i know the, the pain yes. the pain of college loans so oh i was my like gosh. oh i will yeah. be paying college loans living 95 <laughs> like until i die and i hate it yeah. but it is what it is but so that's what i really wanted to be intentional about right like um I listened to a podcast once where the maker was saying she, when she sold some stuff, then she would use pieces of that to buy more materials. Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of how I built cool. it. And now I am like on the next level now where I can buy a little bit more in bulk where I couldn't before. Yeah. So it, that helps with profit too. I think that's important for, cause you have overhead, like for a service business, I don't really have a lot of yeah. overhead. Like the podcast is the most overhead yeah. I've had, but I think that's important for people to understand because that's like you have to be strict with your budgeting mm -hmm. and you don't need to open a credit card. Like I don't have right. a, a business credit card. I have a right. bank account. Right. And so that's it. Like what's in there is right. in there. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And so then I always just try to um, use from that then mm -hmm. to like get the next round of stuff. So do you pay yourself out of your business right now? I've just started to a little bit the the nice thing that i do work yeah also is right. i don't have to pay myself exactly. my business, but i think i should probably start yeah just to like keep that as part of the even if it was just thing i think yeah you should start that habit now of paying yourself because eventually if you get where right. you transition to that right. full time but even just like maybe that's your fun money yeah like you get i know i have done yeah i have done. I have used that for like clothes and stuff. Like treat yourself, yeah, honey. Treat yourself. Yeah, exactly. Did you watch Parks and Recreation. Yes. <laughs> okay, exactly. so that's the fun thing about T 
teenagers is because now they like watch oh. the so oh, Trevor and Elliot. He? Yeah, he was Dwight. Oh, uh, he was a perfect Dwight. But um, that's fun because they watch Parks and Recreation in the office. Oh my gosh, I just can't believe you have teenagers. I know that me neither. I love <laughs> it though. I love having older. I'm more of like an older kid. Mom. That's what um, someone else I met with recently. She was like, yeah, I love it. And then she was like, well, sometimes I just have to tell myself that. So it's not as crazy. Well, I do. <laughs> right. And especially with boys. Because I had to, like, grieve that for a while. Oh, a girl. yeah. But you know what? I it It's magical. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm... I love having boys. Yeah, because you're in a house with four boys. I am. And I'm kind of, like... Favorite, you know, yeah. because I'm yeah. like my girl, exactly. so I do like that. It is nice because then you'd have to share that with yeah. another girl. Yeah, and so <laughs> like the whole video game thing, I just do my candles. Right. <laughs> Something died. I don't know which one. Oh, I thought that was another like time. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a hard cut off. <laughs> All the lights go down. Flickering. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's cheers one more time. Cheers. This was a good beer. It was thanks good. for being Thank here. Thank you for having me. You do such a good it. job. Oh, thanks. Sometimes, thank you. I'll just say You're thank welcome. you. Because <laughs> there was someone else the other day. It's like, stop. Like, stop catching yourself on your. Just say thanks. To Tammy. No. She's had like, to teach me that. Yeah, Tammy has helped, but it was. Actually, Tammy and I talked about an interaction I had, and then that same woman, the next time I saw her, was like, I just want to tell you, you shouldn't do that. Oh. And I was like, okay. Okay. Thank you. Good. Thank you. And I'm done. <laughs>